Hello, sister friends. Today, we're going to be talking about rebellion. I got my two sister girls with me, Catherine and Chantal, and we're going to talk about rebellion, what the cause, the effects, and how to repel it from our lives. This is going to be a great conversation, so get you something to drink and get around the computer, and let's have a conversation. Let's go. Welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I'm glad you joined me at the table. Today, I have some good friends with me, Catherine Young. Thank you, and I'm glad to be here again, and we're so excited about this topic. Yes, and Chantal Small. I'm happy to be here, too. Yes, so this is a great table, and we've got a great topic that we are going to be talking about today. Before we do that, though, I want to introduce our cup. Our cup says... Huh, it says, thank you, next. Thank you, next. I thought it was cute, but I also thought it was a little sassy. And I thought, you know, when I'm not having a good day or when I'm just kind of feeling myself, sometimes I'm like, thank you, and next. Uh, move out of the way. And uh, so I want to say this is so important, especially in the culture that we're in right now, in the environment where people are stressed and uh, we're busy, um, not just maybe busy doing things, but busy in our mind, in our thoughts. Um, that is so important that we don't dismiss or excuse people that That's God right. hasn't dismissed right. or excused. And that we uh, stay in the right frame of mind and in the right spirit. So even though this girl is cute on this cup, thank you, next. Um, our next has to be uh, assured that it's in step with God. That's right. So this is our cup for today. All right. I know. We'll, we'll try to give this cup away. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to be talking about rebellion. And we're going to be talking about rebellion and what it looks like, uh, what's the cause of rebellion, and what's the effect of rebellion in our lives. And so um, the definition, uh, it's just a simple definition of rebellion is simply um, defiance, disobedience, um, actions or process of resisting authority, uh, control, resisting control, authority, or convention. Um, and so being defiant. And many times when we talk about rebellion, we, we tend to think of it immediately in the context of maybe adolescence, teenagers. Mm -hmm. we, we go straight to that demographic. But, you know, rebellion can show up at every stage of life. And, uh, and so it's so important that we uh, really contemplate and ponder what's the thought, what's God's thoughts about rebellion and how does rebellion um, show up in our lives and what does it look like? What does it feel like? And just really um, hone in on that, that first part that I said about um, it, it not being a spirit that just shows up in teenagers, but it can show up in, at every stage. And I'm finding, ladies, you tell me what you think about this. Some of the things that we faced at teenagers, mm -hmm. um, it may have different terminologies, 
but the older you get, some of them same spirits yes. try to show up yep. in yes. you as an older, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, an older person. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are y'all's thoughts about rebellion, Kathy? I think that rebellion is already in our nature, and I think it started from the beginning of time with okay. Adam mm-hmm. and his rebellion against what God told them to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's in us, you know, spiritually and that we have to control it Mm -hmm. when we see it as when we're young we don't so much recognize it but as you get older some people don't recognize but as you come in um, communion with the Lord he starts showing you that it's rebellion so it's our choice to either walk in rebellion or to to submit to what God has for us okay Mm -hmm. well what are are your thoughts Chantal because I think we're I don't even know that in culture today and in society, it's not, it's like an, an older word, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a word that people, you know, use a lot. Right. We might hear it more so in religious or, or church settings, mm-hmm. um, but just demographically and, and in broader settings, people don't seem to um, use that word. I don't know what maybe the, the upgraded word might be today because <laughs> we've found, you know, ways to upgrade words. But what are your thoughts about rebellion? Well, like um, Pastor Kathy said, I think if you were to say the opposite word of rebellion would be submission. Mm-hmm. I feel like rebellion, the, the heart issue of it is pride. Yes. I think I know more than, you know, this person. Like when I was a teenager, I thought I knew more than my mom. You know, well, you don't understand what it's like to be my age at this time period. And, you know, I think I know more than God. I think rebellion, the heart of it is pride. Yeah, that's very good. Do you think that it's that it goes even deeper? Because I think... Um, people that have a rebellious spirit or they're fighting against the spirit of rebellion, it's generally um, some type of authority is mm-hmm. attached to it. It's not just they're rebellious and it's with their peers. Right. It's almost as if there has to be some type of authority attached to it for the spirit to even show up. Right, I, I agree. And I think, like I said earlier, it's in our nature. Mm-hmm. So we automatically respond that way. Many of us, even I could recall certain times when I walked in rebellion. And just like you said earlier, that spirit will revisit you Mm -hmm. and you will act out on it. But then um, to the authority portion of it, um, in my mind, you have to say, um, are they really for me and trying to help me Mm -hmm. or are they they hurting me? Because I think a lot of times when people rebel, it's because they have been hurt in the past by abusive leadership, whether it's a boss, whether it's in a church or whatever. But it's just kind of hard to subdue. But it, it takes the power of the Holy Ghost to do right, it. Right, right. You can't do it in and of yourself. Yeah. So um, what it looks like, what does rebellion look like? If, if for someone that, that says, well, I'm not rebellious, I'm just a free spirit. Or I like to just, I, I, I walk to the beat of my own drum. You know, I'm, you know, people come up with different, you know, cute little sayings. Um, but what does it look like? Um, I wrote down that it can't follow directions or instructions. I think directions and instructions is kind of different. They can follow directions as long as they're in control of the directions. But as soon as someone, um, maybe an older person or someone with authority chimes in to give instructions about that direction, they immediately shut down because they they have a problem with following um, instructions. Uh, Suspicious of authority. So it's not just a regular suspiciousness of people, but it can 
turn into just a general suspicious of anyone in authority. It could That's be a right. school teacher, yes. could be, you know, a parental, it could be um, law enforcement, it could be government, mm -hmm. um, personality, uh, okay, yeah, personal parents, spouse, government, professional, mm -hmm. um, lack of accountability. Yes. So that, to me, those are like my quick go-to definitions of what uh, rebellion looks like yeah. a, a strong lack of accountability yeah, I think it's really and I think sometimes yeah. it's not so much that their heart they want to be accountable mm -hmm. but because of like what you were saying mm -hmm. um, being hurt yes. um, that would kind of answer what mm -hmm. what are some of the causes mm -hmm. And it goes back to not only what Chantal say, pride, mm -hmm. I know everything. Someone gives you instruction, you can't follow their vision or their dream or their instruction. Okay, it's not yours. Mm -hmm. right. So then you have to come to, um, this is somebody else that God has given, somebody else's vision God has given me to govern. Mm -hmm. But then it goes back to trust. Yeah. You don't trust the person that's giving you instruction. Really, it's not so much that person, it's something else. I think the trusting too, when yes. you mentioned Adam and Eve, I was thinking about, um, you know, the serpent said, you know, did God really say? So yes. it caused them to even question mm -hmm. the authority of the Lord in the sense of like, you know, rebellion and also is questioning, not trusting. Um, I also think too, another form of rebellion with, when it comes to the Lord is not following his calling on, on our lives. So in a sense, uh, idleness, like when yeah. I think about David and he was a warrior king and yet when all the other kings were out to war, he stayed home and did nothing. Yes. And that path of idleness led to a crazy rebellion and even in his whole family. Right. That's yes. good. That's yes. a good point. So what are some of the, um, so we talked about what it looks like, how we can identify and what it looks like. Um, what are some of the causes? Because somebody may be listening, you're listening and you might identify with some of the things that we've said and you in your mind you're saying well you don't know my story yeah. you don't really you don't know why I'm you know um, I have a hard time following directions because my husband always gets us lost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't know why I'm suspicious of authority you weren't there when you know and so we all have examples that we can use um, so some of the causes of rebellion could be hurt mm -hmm. disappointment yeah. Uh, misplaced expectations. That's a really big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Abuse of power. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really huge one. Yes. Yes. That people feel like they yes. that somehow um, they were under some someone else's authority, someone else's power, mm -hmm. whether it was their parent, whether it was a principal mm -hmm. at a school, whether it was a, a, a boss at a job. Mm -hmm. In some way, they felt like that person abused the, the authority that they had. Mm -hmm. But you know what? When... And this might be a hard saying, but it has to be said. All those things may have happened, mm -hmm. but when you get before God, that's not going to be an excuse. Mm -hmm. Because I'll walk here on earth, and with the Holy Spirit in us, and we say we're Christians. He is teaching us. That's right. Constantly. Okay, when he came to me, you're rebellious. Nobody had to come out and just tell me that. Mm -hmm. You're being rebellious. Mm -hmm. I instinctively knew. So either you're going to fix it or, you know, 
it's going to push you further and further out yeah. of what I'm trying to do. And it start, it's, it, it could be a rebellion in my marriage. Right, I was going to say, because it broke not a relationship. Want, yes, not mm-hmm. want to listen to what my husband say because of what the last guy did. Mm-hmm. Rebellion, rebellion against my pastors mm-hmm. because, well, I have something I want to do, but it's not my vision. Mm-hmm. It's to help them in what God has given them to do. Right, right. So then you could be rebellious against your your boss, your authority, that's just stupid to me. That just don't right. don't stupid. But it's not yours. Right. You have no ownership of so it. So it sounds like what I hear you're saying though is is that it can start small. Oh, yes. It could it could start in one area. It could start in in a professional setting or it could start as a child in a school setting. And if it's not managed, if it's not um, checked, yes. if it's not reeled in, yes. um, it can potentially continue to grow and grow and grow and then seep into every aspect of our lives. And then we're still going to be held accountable before God because we didn't fix it. And with the accountability part, I think that's so big because say you have a leader who you say, well, I don't know that person. I don't trust them. Or say that person's bringing constructive criticism, but then you don't have any accountability. Well, who's going to help you guide you to the right direction? You know, you think, you you know, I don't want to talk to anybody because I don't trust any leader. Well, that's not healthy at all. Because at the same time, iron sharpens iron and I need to be sharpened to be a better person that God's called me to be. Absolutely. And let me just say this about what you were saying about fixing it. Because you have to get to the point, you have to dismantle the pride. Yes. You have to get to the point to where you actually can say, well, I can't fix it mm-hmm. because I got too much um, brokenness mm-hmm. or I, I've, I've experienced too much pain. This is bigger than me. And so you have to um, allow the Holy Spirit, allow God mm-hmm. to do the work in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, because let, let the truth be told, none of us wants to be vulnerable. None right. of us want no. to be like, it's me. You know, or I'm the the problem. The problem is with me. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. None of us want to actually ever get to that point. But we will only see the change that we want and the freedom, the real freedom that we want uh, once we first, you know, confess our own sins, mm-hmm. see ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And we'll partake of our fruit. We are right. all preachers. And when God deal with us, like God said, how are you going to teach on rebellion when I taught on it? And you still rebel. Mm. You mm-hmm. check your own fruit first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I could preach on it, but it's processing me as well. Right. right. Because as I preach the word, okay, Lord, this me. You you embarrassed, but he know you know he's dealing with <laughs> right. you. Right. And even it never leaves. Right. You have to learn to control it because that rebellion will pop up yes. all the time. All the time, right. Because it's it's rooted in it's a part of our flesh nature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. We we want our will. Yes. We want our way. Yes. And I, I that was one of the things I wrote down was what are some of the causes of rebellion? And I just put in capital letters, sin, <laughs> just yes. sinning, sinful, yes. sinful nature. Mm-hmm. And we have to bring that under the authority of God's word mm-hmm. and just submit our lives, mm-hmm. you know, um, to him daily. I put down imbalanced self-will. Yes. You can have self-will but you, it can't be imbalanced where everything's every scenario it always you know circles around uh, what you want mm-hmm. what's best for you mm-hmm. you know what is you know the outcomes that benefit me everything can't be about yeah. you yes. you know um, and then there's fear of people mm-hmm. yeah. because I think you, you alluded to the story about um, David 
And, it, and in that same story prior to David, um, it was Saul. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that that famous scripture where it says, um, the Lord doesn't delight in sacrifices. Right. Yeah. Um, we, it's a very familiar um, Bible story. But uh, one of the biggest reasons why Saul got in trouble mm -hmm. was because he didn't follow through. He That's didn't right. complete the instructions and the directions that God right. gave him. And he, he walked in disobedience and also rebellion. Right. So it was willful disobedience. But it was attached to um, when, when the Lord asked him, why didn't you do what I told you to do, Saul? Right. And his answer was, I was afraid of the people. That's right. That's right. The intimidation of the people caused him to disobey God's direction yes. and to walk in willful disobedience. So what are some of the um, effects, ladies? I think that the fix of it is you're going to be ostracized, mm -hmm. not only by people around you because they're going to see, because no, nobody wants to be around somebody who is willfully mm -hmm. um, disobedient or rebellious. You know, and God deals with us, but after a while, he leaves us to ourselves, especially if you're a pastor or a preacher you're not going to get no open doors because you can't follow directions. Mm -hmm. And the things that God have for you, it don't mean that he won't use you, but they'll be limited. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the influence that you have in other people's lives and, and just the different things. It's just, uh, have you ever just really watched somebody who walks in willful mm -hmm. rebellion? And it's almost you have a, a heartache for them because you know not only that God walks in love and grace, but the judgment is coming. Right. Mm -hmm. And and you know, like I was telling you, God in your judgment, remember mercy. Mm -hmm. Because he is trying to get our our attention because rebellion basically is of the enemy. Yeah, right. absolutely. I think it's a scripture. Um, most of us probably have heard it over our lifetime. And if nothing else, um, if, if we were raised in a Christian home, um, our parents and our grandparents show used it <laughs> when they would say, I wanted to say um, that rebellion is as the spirit, the spirit uh, of witchcraft. Uh -huh. And, um, and so they would tell us that. And uh, what are your thoughts ladies about that? I think even thinking about sin, you know, sin doesn't last in a bubble by itself. Mm -hmm. It affects people. I think about the Lion King, the circle of life, <laughs> and how, you know, David's rebellion against doing what the Lord called him to do. He was called to be the warrior king. You yeah. know, it affected his whole family. Yes. There was death. It, was, it brought death of a newborn, death of, a, of, a, of an innocent yes. man. You yes. know, it brought um, idolatry in his own home. And so it doesn't just last in a bubble by itself, but it affects everybody in the same way that obedience affects everybody. Yeah, yes. absolutely. But do what you think? if David would have said when um, the prophet came to anoint him, told him he was going to be king. David was like, I'm finished with these sheep. <laughs> right. He could have rebelled. Did you hear what the prophet said? I'm going to be king. He could have missed, but he had to go back and he still served. That's right. The sheep. He still had to serve his mm -hmm. brothers who didn't like him. He still um, had to serve his father who didn't really right. care about him. And then he had to end up serving the king he knew who was trying to kill him. He could have mm -hmm. used the facade, I'll say facade of spirituality and said, well, I was anointed. I'm the anointed one. <laughs> yes. and, then, and then forgot the whole process behind that. Right. My husband and I were talking, so funny, this yesterday when they rescued the Ark of the Covenant, they were dancing around it. They were praising, but the man that went to go steady it, he died instantly. Yes. And my husband said, the Lord 
Lord desires obedience even before praise. That's right. And, you know, and I just good. thought about that because yes. I can put on this facade of, well, in my rebellion, I'm just going to act like I'm extra spiritual and I'm just going to yes. be, I'm, gonna, I'm just praising the Lord through my yes. rebellion. But the reality of it is he desires obedience. Yes. That is really good, Chantal. Yes. <laughs> because how many times have we met people that try to mask their rebellion with spirituality? Right. It was yes. being so super spiritual. Mm -hmm. And, and, and generally, we're, we, we look at them and go, but you didn't do the last thing That's God told right. you. Or like That's God right. can see through all of your, you know, your church participation yes. or your performance. He, all of that. Yes. He sees beyond all of that. And um, willful obedience, um, rebellion, um, what happens when we walk in willful um, rebellion? Uh, we lose connection with God. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, we lose friendships. Because people don't people don't want to be around people that are obstinate, That's right. that are always, you know, um, resisting, yes. you know, um, because of the barriers that they've set up, um, you know, in their lives. Um, you, you, you get a, it's a hard lifestyle, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Because it's hard to keep a job yes. because you can't you can't, you know, follow instructions or you can't honor authority. Mm -hmm. You know, honor is so strongly attached yes. Yes. to breaking uh, the spirit of rebellion yeah, and a lot of times people can't have um, they can't break the spirit of rebellion because they were never taught how to honor mm -hmm. you know how to honor people in authority or honor just honor your elders yes. yeah and it goes back to what you were saying earlier the witchcraft part when it talks about witchcraft we think someone is behind casting spells mm -hmm. and potions and mm -hmm. hocus pocus but it's really manipulation right. because you have learned to manipulate through your rebellion I'm only like this because this happened to me as a child. Right. So what you do is you make people feel sorry for you and you're safe within your rebellion. Yeah. But God sees that as well because witchcraft is wicked and twisted. And so you have used the manipulation to control your rebellion through your lifestyle. Wow, yeah. And so you walk in it and you justify your rebellion because this is how I always been. Right. And I'm just going to keep it 100. Mm -hmm. Or this happened to me as a child. Or somebody did this. And so that makes people, you manipulate those around you to conform to who you are. That's right. right. And that's evil. That is. It's yeah. So what happens when we walk in willful rebellion? We lose connection with God. Mm -hmm. uh, we lose friendships. Mm -hmm. um, hard lifestyle. Can't keep steady employment. Isolation. Uh, we deflect and we repel people mm -hmm. because it, it, it creates an a, a unhealthy environment. Right. So people don't want to be in negative yeah. spaces. They don't want to be in, um, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to be anywhere, especially if they're, if they're pursuing God. Yeah. They don't want to be anywhere where somebody's not pursuing right. God in a pure way, right. you know, from a, from a pure place. And um, and so those are all things to consider. Mm -hmm. There's a scripture in Proverbs 13 and 15 that says the ways of a transgressor are yes. hard. Yes. And we can, you know, transgressor, we can use that interchangeably with rebellion. Mm -hmm. um, the ways of those that walk in rebellion are hard. Mm -hmm. um, and I think most of us can say, we, you know, we're not we're not actively working for our lives to be hard. Right. We're you know, we're. We're working and we're doing things um, because we want it, um, our lives to be better. Yes. We want them to be our paths to be clear. Mm -hmm. And we want to also leave a legacy, something right. that speaks to our presence um, here on earth. Right. You know what I mean? Right. 
So, um, Chantal, what are some other thoughts that maybe you can add um, in regards to rebellion? Has, have you struggled with that in your own personal life? I have. Um, I'm, I'm more of a, well, I, I'm not more of a humble person. That's not a humble <laughs> statement. <laughs> but I, am, I value humility and teachability. Okay. Uh, my, my pastor a long time ago told me to always remain teachable and humble because I can always learn and grow. Yeah. Um, but in my defensiveness, I would put up a wall, again, against someone who's trying to maybe give me constructive criticism. Okay. And I learned a while ago that, you know, you can always chew the meat and spit out the bones. Mm -hmm. So granted, although it may not be someone who has, who's a good source, right? Yeah. It still is the Lord still teaching me something from this. Yes. Um, so for sure, I think the other side of it too is someone who, let's say, who's deep in their rebellion, and they say, you know, what well, life is hard, but it's also hard for those who do follow the Lord. Well, it is. However, my question is, when was the last time you had peace? Because yes. although I go through trials and tribulations with the Lord, you know, that narrow road, I still have His peace. Yes. And that's different than when you're in rebellion. You yes. don't have His peace. peace. Like Saul, yes. he didn't have peace. He was right. troubled by, by many demons. Yes. And so I would, that would be the main question I would ask someone. When was the last time you had the Lord's mm -hmm. peace? That's yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Do you think, because I often think about Saul, mm -hmm. and, um, and when, we, when we talk about the story, because they're so interconnected, mm -hmm. Saul and David, mm -hmm. we tend to lean heavily on David, mm -hmm. and we all feel like we're more David mm -hmm. than we are Saul. Mm -hmm. But the truth be told, there's a Saul and yes. a Saul. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we're more yes. like Saul yes. than we are like yes. David. Um, but I think about Saul is, you know, the, ho the whole idea that he was God's choice. That's right. What, did, what was it in him um, that caused him from being God's choice to God actually saying to him, because you rejected the command yes. of the Lord, mm -hmm. he has rejected you mm -hmm. as king. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and as far as position, mm -hmm. you're not, you, you won't get to represent me mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. And I think that caused him to spiral into all the other areas that he yes. ended up um, spiraling into. I mean, he was actively trying to commit murder, yes. <laughs> you know? And yes. then he became um, suicidal and delusional. Yes. Yes. He had a little mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. yes. And I, my thought with that is, is that rebellion usually shows up first internally mm -hmm. yes. before it ever manifests mm -hmm. outwardly. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, that's something to think about. And it yes. attaches on to other things we are struggling with. It grabs yeah. onto our insecurities. Yeah. It grabs onto other things that it can use to really build that, mm -hmm. you know, that force within you. So that's why we have to be extra careful. On the scripture, I laughed when I read it, but it's um, Luke 6 and, 40, and 46. It says, why do you call me Lord and you don't do what I say? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, Lord. And we don't. We call him Lord. He sent us, you know, certain authority in our life, whether mm -hmm. it's job, church, whatever and he's still lord in all of that too right. yes wherever you go he's still lord in your life and in those areas you serve and do but we won't follow him we leave him outside of those doors and say well you're not lord in the you know when i'm talking to my pastors because i have an opinion or you're right. not lord when i'm talking to my boss because i have an opinion why do you call me Lord and you don't do what I say? Yeah. That's in all areas. And, you know, because he does give us um, guidance and instruction and he provides truth um, for every aspect of our life. It's That's not right. as if the Bible isn't the type of manuscript that if we want an answer, 
We can find it in the Bible, you know. And what I love about God is is that um, he backs up his word. That's right. And, and, and he will not only, he, he goes a step further. Like if you can't find it in his word, uh, he'll drop down and speak to you yes. audibly. Yeah. And if he can't speak to you audibly, he'll start making the trees talk to you, the birds. I mean, he uses all of creation to get our attention because he's that intentional about you and he loves you. You know, just a word of encouragement. This is a great conversation, ladies. <laughs> um, well, just a word of encouragement. One of the things that I've been saying lately, um, and I've been saying it to myself, but I've also been saying it to a lot of people, guard your obedience. Yes. We're like in a moment in time and where it's so important that we guard. I mean, if you're going to guard anything, let it be your obedience. Yes. Really, truly guard your obedience mm-hmm. to God and what mm-hmm. he... Um, has said to you and finish what he's what what you've started um, for him and with him. I mean, we know that he's committed to, to our end before the, the, the beginning, before he starts. He's already completed it. Yes. It's a done deal. Right. Um, and he stays committed um, to the work that he started in us. That's what yes. the Bible yes. says in right. Philippians. But there is responsibility on our part. And our, that responsibility would be for us to guard our obedience. And Psalms 139 and 24 says, and this is really my heart, and, and I, I'm one of those first ladies, pastor's wives, pastor, if you would. Um, man, I answer the altar call. I'm like, forget these people. I, I'm like, hey, I'm going to answer this altar call. I, I need what the preacher's preaching. That's right. And I, how dare I sit in my seat as if he's preaching to everybody, but he's not preaching to me. And so if I need to answer the altar call, I just, you know, put that pride down on the side. I'm like, Lord, it's me. And the scripture Psalms 139 says, point out anything in me that offends you, Lord, and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Point out anything in me that offends you. Not anything in me that offends my that someone else about someone else, um, but that offends you because ultimately the life that we're living is to please you and not the crowd. Yes. You know, what are your thoughts on that? I was thinking that same scripture because that's what set David apart from Saul. Yeah. He yes. humbled himself and said, Lord, show me. Show me and help me be different. Yes. And that was what was different. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's what separated David from Saul and really that's that should be all of our prayers you don't want to be willfully uh, rebellious Uh, you don't want to be a partaker or participant of the spirit of witchcraft Uh, because that's what the Bible says that rebellion is as Um, and you you know you might say well I'm not I'm not into that but if you have a rebellious spirit um, then, then you're operating under that same spirit as someone who's actually operating in witchcraft. And the only way that you can overcome that is to literally submit your will to the Father and allow Him to change you on the inside out. So it's an inside job, as Bishop Hooks would say. He works on you from, from the inside, and we see the benefits and the manifestation on the outside. Well, this was a great conversation on rebellion. And uh, we pray that it will never show up in your life and make itself known um, in your life and that you won't experience the effects of rebellion because God has called you to walk in peace. Thank you for joining the table today. Sister Friends Cups.
in conversation. Thank you for joining the conversation today. It was insightful, it was rigorous. You know, rebellion shows up in all of our lives. But guess what? Jesus has given us the power to overcome it. We don't have to allow rebellion to control us, but we can control rebellion through the power of the Holy Spirit. I wanna encourage you to follow us across all of our social media platforms, subscribe to our channel, listen to our podcast. Join us next Wednesday at 12 noon for more conversation. And don't forget, something to sip on is next. Hello, ladies. This is something to sip on. So I have three things that we're sipping on today. I want to remind you that you don't get to say thank you and next to anyone unless God has given you permission uh, to say and next. So that's important. Let's not be dismissive. Yes. Let's really see people and let's love people the way Jesus loves them. Yeah. Okay. The second thing I want to sip on is gifts without government are loose cannons without destination or aim. Now that is a proverbial principle that my husband wrote, gifts without government. That means talents, gifts of the spirit, whatever they are, if they are not uh, under government, under under proper authority, uh, aligned with um, the fivefold ministry, the gifts that God has given unto men, um, they'll be loose cannons without destination or aim. They'll just be firing shots and instead of helping people, they'll be killing people. Yes. <laughs> Knocking them out with their gifts. Kathy, what are you Friendly sipping on? Fire. Um, I'm going to just say this. This discussion was so heavy and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And those who are walking in this rebellion, God has an answer. But listen to his voice. The scripture says in Hebrews 3 and 15, it says, remember what it says. Today, when you hear my voice, don't harden your hearts mm -hmm. as Israel did when they rebelled. Walk in the goodness of God. Get some accountability. Yes. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. He loves us and he will teach us. Yeah, and let me just say this about accountability too, because there are people that have pseudo pseudo accountability. Mm -hmm. You don't you, you know, you don't be accountable to your girlfriends and your friends. That's right. I'm talking about somebody that can really hold you accountable for your bad behavior. You. Some of that that you, that there's a level of respect and um, influence. Uh, because without respect, influence is limited. That's right. So it has to be someone that you uh, respect. And let me just add this another thought <laughs> while I'm on it. <laughs> A rebellious spirit will cause you to have to have lack of respect for people. That's right. And so you won't have those people that can speak into you or that you admire or look yeah. up to because the rebelliousness in you uh, literally repels that. That's good. And yes. so that right there is really something to sip on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chantal? And just thinking about submission, you know, you're submitting yourself to a protection of authority, yes. a covering, like the Lord says, you know, under the shadow of his wings. Um, submission to maybe your spiritual authority above you is just then allowing them to be that protection over you. Because if the enemy wants to come to you or your family, he has to first come to them. So respecting them because they come to the Lord and stand in the Lord for you. That's beautiful. Wow. 
He loves us so much. Oh, how he loves us. So this is a lot for you to sip on this week. Be blessed and go with God.